Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in to Streaming Truth. I am pastor and teacher Mo Edwards on Streaming Truth. My mission is to stream truth to the nations. If you have a biblical question or a topic you would like me to teach on, you can email me at streamingtruthtothenations at gmail.com. That's streamingtruthtothenations at gmail.com. You can also visit me at streamingtruthonlineministries.net. Yes, the website is up and running. That is uh, streamingtruthonlineministries.net where you can watch Truth On Demand or my video archives and you can listen to Truthcast or uh, my podcast. So go and visit me at streamingtruthonlineministries.net. Well, today's message is when the seats are empty... Will you still be driven? When the seats are empty, will you still be driven? In Acts chapter 8, we see the church is under severe persecution. In chapter 1, Jesus commissioned his apostles to go into the world and be witnesses unto him, starting in Jerusalem and then to the rest of the world. In chapter 2, the Holy Ghost failed. And gave them power to be witnesses unto the Lord. And Peter, being filled with the Holy Ghost, preached Jesus Christ to the Jews. Their hearts were pricked. People believed and were saved. 3,000 souls were added to the church at one time. And they began to heal and cast demons out of all that were brought to them. Yes, I said all that were brought to them. I know uh, there have been many that have taught on the power of the Holy Ghost and spiritual gifts, but the book of Acts shows us why the power of the Holy Ghost was given to the apostles and others that believed and were witnesses unto the Lord. It was given to display power and gifts, not in the temple, uh, but amongst unbelievers I'll say it again a different way so you better understand it uh, the power of the Holy Ghost it wasn't given to display power and gifts in the temple I'll put it that way amongst believers as a matter of fact I don't think you'll find one example of such in the book of Acts but you will see an example many examples of the apostles displaying the power of the Holy Ghost out on the streets amongst unbelievers. The Holy Ghost fell on a group of believers in an upper room, and they spoke in tongues. But you don't see miracles being performed in the upper room, nor do you see people being saved in the upper room. It wasn't until those believers came out of the upper room. Come on now. Do you see people being saved? It wasn't until those believers came out of the upper room and ministered amongst unbelievers that you see miracles being performed and people believing. COVID-19 seems to have exposed many ministries and ministers in that uh, if there is no temple, there is no ministry. There is no power of God 
or gifts of the Spirit. Uh, uh, but when some made their way back into the temple recently, all of a sudden people are speaking in tongues again and laying hands and shouting again. I thought the Holy Ghost and the power of God, the gifts of the Spirit, were in us. I thought uh, we didn't have to wait on the glory to fill the temple like they did in the Old Testament because we're filled with the power of God. I thought where, wherever we go, the power, the gifts, and the glory of God is with us because it's in us. The Jews that rejected Christ were envious because the Jesus movement, quote-unquote, was taken over. Many Jews were being saved and healed, which means many Jews were leaving Judaism, the law of Moses, to be under the grace of Jesus Christ. So they threatened the apostles not to teach in the name of Jesus. In chapter 7, they killed Stephen because he preached boldly and did great wonders and miracles among the people. In chapter 8, verse 1, it says Saul was consenting or approved the death of Stephen because he agreed that just threatening these Christians ain't working. We got to start killing some of them and throwing others in prison. So the church started to scatter for fear of their lives. We aren't under that kind of persecution in America today. As a matter of fact, we have laws that protect us as believers today. But COVID-19 has caused the church to scatter in that we can't assemble in the temple for fear of a virus that's killing believers and unbelievers. So, so we've had to shut the doors of the temple and adhere to uh, social distancing. But the tragedy is... Most of us have distanced ourselves uh, from ministry as a whole. Some of us have been on social media doing everything but ministry the last five months. Where did the ministers go? The elders, the prophetesses. Why aren't we using social media to continue our ministries? What happened to the power of God and the anointing we had in the sanctuary? What happened to the energy we had when we were standing in front of a crowd? Did we leave the Holy Ghost in the pulpit? Oh my. Now that the seats are empty, did we lose our drive? In Acts 8 and 4, it says, Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word, because Saul was kicking down doors and and hailing men and women out of their houses and throwing them in prison, the church had to hit the streets. Has God used COVID to pull us out of the four walls so we can focus on preaching the word in the streets? The world recognizes black lives matter, all lives matter. Is God trying to get us to see lost souls matter? In spite of the persecution, in spite of being scattered, they preached the word everywhere they went, my brothers and my sisters. This Saul, who was helping persecute the church and kill believers, later on after his conversion and becoming an apostle, told his spiritual son, Timothy, to preach the word in season and out of season. No matter what situation or state we're in, the word must be preached. 
Paul said, woe unto me if I don't preach the gospel. Paul was an apostle. An apostle is one that is sent. He was called by God and sent out by the apostles in Jerusalem to preach the gospel to the nations. An apostle isn't a pastor that gets elevated to an apostle. An apostle is one uh, who is sent to travel and preach the gospel that people uh, may believe and be saved. Congregations are formed in different areas, and then elders and pastors are placed in those congregations or assemblies to oversee them. And an apostle is not an elevation title. Hello. So if all we do is minister within the four walls of the church in church services, uh, we shouldn't be calling ourselves apostles and evangelists. Stephen and Philip show us what true evangelists were. They were chosen to serve in Acts 6. Stephen was killed in Acts 7, but that didn't stop Philip. <laughs> While the church was being scattered, Philip left Jerusalem and went to Samaria and preached Christ. He didn't let the death of Stephen stop him. And he showed his ministry wasn't confined to the temple in Jerusalem. He didn't leave his anointing in Jerusalem, but it says he performed miracles and even caused a sorcerer <laughs> named Simon to get saved. When the apostles heard folk was getting saved in Samaria, they came and laid hands on them that they would be filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and Simon, being a former sorcerer, saw the power the apostles had and tried to buy him some anointing uh, with money. The apostles didn't leave the power of the Holy Ghost in Jerusalem. They brought it with them. Where did you leave the anointing? When Jesus was on the earth, he sent them out. And they came back with a report of how the demons fled from them because they were full of the Holy Ghost, full of the power of God. When, when any of the apostles went out from Jerusalem uh, to preach the gospel, they always came back and gave a praise report on how the power of God moved and, and how people were saved. We shouldn't be using the temple, or, or excuse me, we should be using the temple for teaching and fellowship. After we meet and get our marching orders, we should be scattering and hitting the streets. Then we can return to the temple on Sunday and celebrate what the Holy Ghost and the power of God and our gifts accomplished throughout the week. We should be celebrating Soul, the souls that were uh, saved, uh, healed, delivered, uh, demons that were uh, delivered uh, out of people, cast out of people. We should be coming on Sunday to celebrate that. Today, our testimonial services are all about us and what God did for us throughout the week. When will we reach a level of maturity and contentment where God can bless us? to be a blessing to somebody else? Or, or when will we come to a, a level of maturity and contentment where God can bless somebody else through us? Talk to me, church. The church was under persecution. People are being killed, thrown in prison. Uh, uh, but they put the word of God and, so, and the souls of others before their own present distress. Yes, COVID has scattered us. We can't gather in the temple. 
like we used to. But that shouldn't kill our drive in ministry. We should still be driven. I use the empty bus as a promotion for this message because a bus driver has to drive his route, whether people, <laughs> whether there's people on the bus or not, whether there's people at the bus stop or not. He still has uh, to drive and uh, complete his entire, uh, what do you call it, a route. You, you know, he can't just go park somewhere and disappear because people are not on the bus or out on the street waiting for a ride. He has, to, he has to do his duty. He has to drive whether people are on the bus or not. You've got to stay driven whether people, uh, uh, whether you got people in the pews or not. Let me say it again. You've got to stay driven whether you got people in the pews or not, whether you're standing in the sanctuary or on the corner or in your living room, you've got to maintain the same energy you had when the organ was humming and, and when people were running laps around the church and jumping over pews. Those of you who follow my page can see I'm busier now than I was when the church was open. I'm teaching every week on the radio, built a website with videos and podcasts on it. I'm producing events. I wasn't doing half of this stuff uh, when the church was open. I saw the stay-at-home orders as an opportunity to create new things, not to shut down. My ministry ain't, ain't going to never be confined to a building. I'm sorry. Or what else uh, uh, someone else is doing or not doing. God called me to teach, and that's all I needed to hear. When one opportunity closes, I'll create another one by the leading of the Spirit. I don't care if one person watches my videos or a thousand. If that one person hears the word and receives edification, I fulfill my duty as a teacher. I've been a minister since 1995 and an ordained elder since 1999, and I'm still standing. People in situations have never dictated whether I was going to do what God called me to do or not. I've had some struggles, but I ain't never uh, gave up or totally shut down. Numbers don't bother me either. Have I felt some kind of way sometimes in the past because certain people didn't support me? Sure, because I still had an old school mindset. I, I thought if I support people, they will support me back. That's the way it used to be. But that's not the culture we live in today. So now that I know what it is out here, I move accordingly. When the Jews rejected Paul's preaching, he told them, cool. That's, you know, that's what we're doing, cool. I'll go to the Gentiles. <laughs> you know, you ain't the only people here on earth. Those people who are not supporting you on Facebook, IG, whatever, they ain't the only people on this earth. Promote yourself. Do some ads. And reach other people in the world. This is a big world. <laughs> Come on now. He didn't take it personal and throw in the towel. He just took the gospel to other cities, to different groups of people. Come on. In the last few months, I've heard pastors talk about how their ministers are MIA, missing in action, and how members aren't giving and so on and so forth. Cool. Start evangelizing new groups of people. And when the doors open, <clears throat> I, I, I thought you wasn't a minister or elder no more. They, they don't deserve to get in the pulpit no more. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Do some Facebook ads and promote your online ministry to the world. If you let people kill your drive, your ministry is always going to be controlled by whether people support you or not, whether they give or not, whether you have a crowd to preach to or not. Where are the ministers and elders uh, who are on fire in the church services? Where are the demon chasers and the, and the prayer warriors? That's what you said you were, right? I'm a teacher. My gift is teaching. So I can teach in the pulpit, on the internet, on the street corner, in the elevator. It don't matter to me. My wife will tell you, let one person stand in front of me in a mall too long, and they're going to get a pop-up Bible class. <laughs> you, you heard me? Because it don't matter to me. I get it popping wherever. Because uh, every day I wake up, I'm ready to teach. Governor Whitmer uh, can, can keep... Us shut down here in Michigan to 2025. It don't. It, it ain't going to affect me. It may affect others. It ain't going to affect me because my ministry was never confined to a building in the first place. Philip left and went to Samaria. I'm still in Acts 8. Preached. And people were saved. Then the angel of the Lord uh, sent him to Gaza. And he met the Ethiopian eunuch. You know the story. Uh, the Ethiopian eunuch was reading Isaiah when Philip found him in a chariot and, and, and didn't understand what he was reading. And Philip explained to him the scriptures and he preached Jesus from Isaiah and, 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 and uh, it concluded with the Ethiopian confessing that he believes Jesus is the son of God and, and uh, uh, Philip baptized him. See, the Ethiopian eunuch might have returned to Ethiopia still confused, unsaved, if Peter didn't leave Jerusalem and meet him. There are people that have been reached in these last uh, few months that would have never been reached if the church doors were open, if the seats were full. But this pandemic has, has called uh, some of us out of the four walls and has driven us into the vineyard. There are some pastors that shunned uh, uh, social media in the past, but now they're using it to the glory of God to reach people. They would have never reached only preaching within the four walls. So I salute them of those who are still driven by the Holy Ghost and an inner drive or burden to do ministry no matter what the conditions are. Our lives aren't being threatened nor are we being thrown in prison for preaching the gospel. So we have no excuse. Come on. We should still be praying together. We should still be in ministers and elders class. Uh, a soul should still be being saved. We should still be making disciples uh, through new membership classes. I, I, I was just led to ask, when the, when the seats are empty, are you still driven? 